Welcome, friends. This is James Corbett of CorbettReport.com coming to you in January of 2021 with the inaugural edition, uh, or at least the first proper edition of Solutions Watch, the podcast that I started last week and I introduced. So if you didn't, if you missed my introduction, I'll link that up in the show notes so that you can go and rewatch the statement of purpose of this series. But in a nutshell, I'm here to highlight the work of activists who are bringing about uh, the type of world that we want, rather than dwelling on ourselves as victims and, oh no, what are they doing to us? No, no, no. The point is to take the power back into our own hands, where it has always rested, and to do something with this information that we now have in abundance. So, uh, on that very note, uh, the very first proper edition of this podcast series, I want to highlight someone who is, I think, touching a lot of the different bases that we're going to be highlighting in this series. He is himself someone with a, a platform that he's been using to spread information and awareness on uh, problems that are happening in the world for many years. But more to the point, he is also an activist who is constructing tools and organizations and conferences and other things to try to bring people together towards constructing that better world that we want. So this, I think, will be a good conversation to kick off this podcast. Let's bring him on. It's his first time on The Corbett Report. John Bush, welcome to the show. Hey, James. Thanks so much for having me. Excellent. Well, uh, as I say, you do have your own platform. You've been spreading uh, awareness on a number of issues for years now. Uh, currently, your show uh, is the uh, John Bush uh, show, uh, Live Free Now. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I had I had all of this ready to go, and now I can't. LiveFreeNow.show. But of course, as always, that link will be linked up in the show notes uh, in case you need it. Uh, but just tell people a little bit about yourself, your background, where you're coming from, how you got started in all of this. Sure. I'm an activist here in central Texas. It was back in 2002 that I began to challenge how things work, uh, catching a 9-11 truth documentary, 9-11 Road to Tyranny by old Alex Jones. He's here in Austin, too. But that was a big eye opener. And that led me down a rabbit hole of researching the conspiratorial view of history, Council on Foreign Relations, false flag, all that stuff. And then I had an affinity for the Constitution for a while in college and was part of the ACLU. But in 2007, I learned about Ron Paul, the good doctor who was just censored on Facebook. And uh, that really kind of gave me a political philosophy that I could be excited about and kind of uh, kind of boil down what it is that I felt, libertarianism. Um, after his campaign was unsuccessful, we started a political action committee called Texans for Accountable Government here in Central Texas. We had a lot of political victories like stopping police officers from being trained to do blood withdrawals. We pushed back on the Fusion Center information gathering and intelligence sharing um, Department of Homeland Security apparatus. But I started to realize like these seemed like empty victories because in reality we were slowing the growth of tyranny only so slightly and we weren't actually creating more freedom for ourselves. So it's around this time that I started exploring alternative institutions uh, even before I learned about cryptocurrency uh, the mother of my kids and I were encouraging people to use silver dimes at farmer's markets, and that really um, was inspiring for me. And that's what my path has been on lately. Um, I have two kiddos, so I'm all about parenting. I run a couple businesses, entrepreneurship, but really when it comes to my activism, I'm interested in how can we get from here to there. 
Excellent. And that's a story that I think uh, encapsulates I, what I assume will be a common story amongst guests of this program, which is that you can't really separate your activism from the rest of your life. It all flows together and it's all part and parcel. So parenting is a part of the activism that you're doing. It's just maybe not the, the focus in terms of what you're uh, uh, projecting in, in terms of conferences and other things. More on which in a moment. But first, I want to get into one particular organization, which you founded, I believe, in 2014. But you can fill us in on the details called Freedom themselves, which will be familiar to regular viewers of The Corporate Report, because I've talked to Derek Bros about Freedom Cells a few times now on the podcast. We had one conversation specifically about Freedom Cells and directing people to freedomcells.org, telling them about this. But I am uh, perplexed to note that still there are Corporate Report members in the Corporate Report comment section who from time to time say, is there any way that we can find out, you know, where other people in our community are and how to organize with them? Yes. <laughs> yes, there are. <laughs> there is such a resource. We've talked about it many times. Let's talk about it again. Tell us about the founding of freedomcells.org. Yeah, well, uh, Derek is such a great guy. I've been friends with him for a really long time, and it's super. I'm super grateful for the work that he does because he's so on point with the message, and he has a huge platform, and he really gets to the radical roots of an issue. So shout out Derek Bros. But uh, back in 2014, I was trying to formulate um, a strategy, and I recognized that there were countless people that don't want to participate in the current system, whether it's government or corporate banks, all this stuff. However, people still file their income taxes and they go along to get along. And I started to try to figure out what it is that, what, what could we do that would help people to feel comfortable opting out? And I really honed in on the concept of strength in numbers. And I was formulating, also around that same time, I started to hear the concept of small groups several times. There's a guy named Bob Podolsky. He wrote this book called Flourish. They do these small groups of eight called Octologues. We borrow a lot of insights from them. Uh, Stuart Rhodes of Oath Keepers at the time had pushed for decentralization in local groups instead of a big national chapter. And um, that's kind of where the idea for these small groups came from in the Freedom Cell Network. So essentially what the Freedom Cell Network is, is the heart of it is the small inner cadre group of approximately eight people. We choose the number eight because eight is the optimal number for maximum creativity, according to the research of this guy, John David Garcia, who worked with this guy, Bob Podolsky, in that book. And so the idea essentially is just to get together with like-minded friends, family associates, and work together on common goals, show up for mutual aid, mutual support, uh, mutual defense, if need be. And from there, the inner cadre group links up with other inner cadre groups, approximately eight groups of eight. Uh, to form what we call a middle cadre. This can stretch out across the region of a city or across a city. And then those middle cadre groups link up with other groups of middle cadres, and we form what's called a meta cadre. And the cool innovative nature of this social organization is that as it scales in number, it doesn't scale vertically, doesn't take on hierarchy and control and bureaucracy. Rather, it maintains the horizontal nature there's this biological term autopoiesis, which is like a self-replicating cell, and that's very much what we're doing. So in a city, perhaps there was a middle cadre of like 50 people. Now there's 500 people, and it doesn't take on any hierarchy. Now there's just eight groups of around 50 or, or whatever. So that's essentially what we're trying to do is create uh, the free society that we all yearn for. It's dual purpose. On the one hand, we want to insulate ourselves and protect ourselves from traditional tyranny and this new, crazy, New World Order 2.0 technocracy stuff, Great Reset type stuff. 
But more importantly, we want to create a network. We want to create a means where human beings can live in line with their inherent sovereignty as beautiful, free, powerful human beings. And I think that this network can help people to achieve that. Absolutely. I think it's a wonderful idea, especially keeping the inner cadre to eight people, which is manageable in terms of creativity, but also in terms of just human relations and being able to really know the people that you are working with and be able to see their strengths and weaknesses and where they're coming from and really get something done on the inner cadre level before hooking up with others. I think that is an important part of this process. And I am interested to note, I've often pointed to Robert Heinlein's The Moon is a Harsh Mistress as a great example of a template of what an anarchist revolution could look like. And it actually has a similar idea with similar cells linking together to form a a bigger structure, although I think there are some key differences there. But I just note that that is is something that has been talked about before and I think really is a a valuable way forward. So on that note, as I say, I, uh, I know that there are people in the Corbett Report audience who know about this. I believe there is someone who has set up a Corbett Report members group on freedomcells.org. I know nothing about the specifics of this, so I now deputize whoever that was to be in the comment section directing people to it and welcoming people in and getting people on on board with Freedom Cells, seeing if there are other people in your area. This is one way you can start connecting with real people in the real world to start shaping your real physical environment let alone the bigger, bigger, bigger picture of what we're working towards here. So it is a valuable idea. And I will, of course, put the link into my previous conversation with Derek Broads about Freedom Cells if you want sort of the more general introduction. But let's let's move on to another exciting project that I know you're working on right now because I happen to be involved with it in some small way. It's called The Greater Reset. Not, of course, to be confused with The Great Reset, which we all know by now about the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and his cronies working towards their Great Reset into the transhuman future of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. No, no, no. We're talking about The Greater Reset, uh, which I think is in line with what I've called The People's Reset for 2021. But I'll let you explain it. Tell us about this idea, what it is, and how people can start to get on board with it. Yeah, so we're calling it the Greater Reset Activation, and more than being a traditional conference or festival, we are really going to be focusing on solutions, uh, practical things that people can do in their everyday lives in order to find more freedom, in order to insulate themselves from the coming technocracy. So as your viewers are well aware, the World Economic Forum's Great Reset, which I appreciate. I had the same insight that it's like essentially a marketing plan, right? They've been this, – this has been carried out for quite some time. It's the same agenda – although they add a lot of the technology stuff, but it's essentially a marketing plan. So we want to create uh, an alternative. We want to flip the paradigm. So the Great Reset is all about centralization of power. It's all about like a panopticon society surveillance grid uh, with like impact investing and social bond capital, all this crazy stuff. So we want to just invert that. So we are going to be offering solutions when it comes to environmental problems, when it comes to Uh, income and business. We want to encourage decentralization. We want to encourage permaculture instead of carbon tax credits and all this stuff. Uh, When it comes to your health, rather than relying on the big, big pharma, the whole congressional pharmaceutical industrial complex, we want people to get more in line with natural health, with with having healthy soil, with naturopathic and holistic remedies. So yeah, we brought together quite a list of speakers. Um, Derek really went went above and beyond with this collection. Of course, you're going to be speaking, which we're super excited to have you a part of it. We got Dr. Mercola, 
who has been putting out some really good content about the Great Reset. Uh, Dr. Vandana Shiva, she does a lot of work when it comes to pushing back against Monsanto and GMOs and she is a big global activist, so we're super excited about Jack Spierko, of course, of the Survival Podcast, Richard Grove. And uh, yeah, we want to invite people out. It's going to be live streamed January 25th through the 29th from around 6 to 9.30 or 9. Again, the website's thegreaterreset.org. But people, we're encouraging people to host watch parties because we don't want this. We don't want to just play into the Great Reset, right? And everything's all virtual and digital. We want people to get involved locally, meet in real life, build those human connections, right? Eye-to-eye, face-to-face, hugs, handshakes. Derek is actually going to be hosting an in-person event in Zihuanawato, I think it is, in Mexico on the Pacific Coast. So I think that'll probably be one of the bigger congregations. We're going to be doing something here in Austin. And uh, yeah, there's no cost whatsoever, although I think it's $30 for the Mexico event to cover the cost of the space that they're going to be using. Anyone can tune in, again, at thegreaterreset.org. We invite you to join our Telegram channel, to subscribe to the newsletter. And I think people are going to leave not only with uh, concrete steps that they can go home and implement, or maybe they'll already be home, Uh, But they'll also be inspired to take action and maybe have hope with all the world crashing down around us. There's still a lot of opportunity for good to come about. Absolutely, there is. And uh, as with everything, as I say, as I said in my introduction to this Solutions Watch series, there will be some ideas that will be applicable to you in your life and some ideas that will not be applicable. There will be some ideas that you're on board with and some ideas that you disagree with. But I think the point is to put the ideas on the table so that you can choose the ones that are best able to help you empower yourself to do something better in this world. And uh, I guarantee you there will be ideas and solutions presented during this conference that will be useful for you, if for no other reason than because I will be part of that, uh, that that gaggle of speakers who will be presenting ideas, and I know I have some important ones to put on the table there. So I'm very much looking forward to this presentation. I will direct people again to thegreaterreset.org. Obviously, the link will be in the show notes if people need that, so that they can go and check out the list of speakers and the times. Although I note on the website, uh, they, they do have times for different uh, speakers and, and things, but I don't know if that's in Eastern time or Central time or what time zone that is in. That's great feedback right there. I'll, I'll get that over to our tech guy. I, I presume that it's going to be central, 6 to 9, 6 to 9.30 central. I think that's where Derek is in Mexico, and I'm here in right. central Texas central time. Well, we'll let's get that clarified and on the website. <laughs> That'll help. All We're right. basing the five days on the topics that the Great Reset, when they're, they're having their Davos meeting, they're going to do a virtual hybrid thing too. But, uh, of course, the World Economic Forum meets every year. And they have these different focus areas, and we're going to base the layout of the event on those focus areas. So rather than the stakeholder capitalism and big government getting further involved in business and entrepreneurship, we're going to lay out the the agora, agorism, the counter-economics, entrepreneurship, cryptocurrency. Uh, we're going to talk about health and education, permaculture instead of the carbon tax, ca- uh, cap and trade. And decentralization. I'm really excited about the Digital Revolution Day. We're going to be talking about encryption and how we can um, opt out of the surveillance state and the big tech tyranny that we see coming down the pike. And then finally, on the final day, the 29th, it's a Friday, that's when we'll focus on community building, alternative organizations, how we can put forward some some big changes so people don't have to rely on government as a means of organizing society. We're social animals, we're social beings, and we want to relate to one another and we want to create stability and certainty. I think there's a lot better ways to do it than the traditional top-down hierarchy. So all that stuff's going to be coming. Yeah. 
And uh, and let me let me say this: I am not only excited to be participating in this as a speaker, but as as someone who will be watching many of these presentations. And uh, definitely, I, I I venture to say I make a bold prediction that some of these speakers will probably be featured in Solutions Watch uh, editions in the future. So I think it is uh, going to be worth our time. And as you say, it's free to the public, and public participation is going to be an important part of this. So if you are able to host an actual in-person real live watch party, please do so. And perhaps you can sort that out with your Freedom Cell because you're going to be going to freedomcells.org and connecting with people in real life. This is the way we start activating and start making a difference. So I'm very excited about this. Finally, John, I know we talked about this when I was on your uh, program, but I I want you to tell my audience about it. I know you've been doing some in-person events, actually bringing people together in real meat space to see each other and uh, and exchange information face-to-face. Tell us a little bit about that and how that's going in the age of this great reset? Well, uh, we're super thankful to have a space that we meet. It is a, like an art space, a dance space. It's been around for a while, kind of serving the alternative community. And they recently created a church. So it's the church of the Ministry of Sacred Geometry. But that I don't know if that gives us a little cover or whatever. But for the past three months, we've been hosting a monthly Central Texas Freedom Cell meetup. The first one had like 45 people. The next one had 50. The most recent one had 60. And a lot of people, I think, are super excited to be going out and engaging in human interactions. Now, there's a lot of controversy whether COVID's real or not, isolated or not, whatever. Um, at the end of the day, people need human connection. Uh, maybe if someone's really susceptible or whatever, then they can make that choice. But for we're human beings, I mentioned that we're social creatures. So it's super, it's a really good opportunity for people to get out and network. And the buzz at these meetings has been so, so big and so major uh, that a lot of people are leaving inspired and hopeful. Because if you just spend all your day behind a computer, watching the latest crazy siege of the Capitol and all this crazy stuff going on, then you could really get disillusioned. But whenever you go out and you experience the magnitude of freedom in the world, more freedom than there is tyranny, then uh, I think you can align with that. You can help to manifest that in your life. So yeah, the Freedom Cell meetings are going really well. And you you mentioned the website, freedomcells.org. We have a member map feature. So you can go sign up. It's totally private. We run the website, right? It's not big tech. You sign up, you put an address, you can put your home address, although I would put a park down the street or a coffee shop just for security purposes. And then you go to the member map and you could see if there's people already in your area. And chances are, if you're in a decent sized metropolitan area or a you know, mid-sized city, there's going to be several people that are there. So you can reach out to them. You can reach out to the cell. You can try to get tapped into the community. And if there's not a lot of people that are there, please don't complain to me and Derek. That just means that it's your opportunity to take a leadership role in helping to expand this network. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I see that sometimes as well. Well, there's no one in my area. Well, you're the person in your area and you will be the beacon that will attract other people. So absolutely, this is the way that it's done. I'm Again, I'm very excited about these ideas and the way that the uh, people are now. I see it. I see it all the time in the comments and in, in, in everything that I'm observing in terms of reactions and interactions with other people. People are hungry for what can we do about this? Well, first of all, you start finding the other people who want to do something and you work together um, to to create something better because the, the, the bad guys, the they, them, those who are doing this to us, us poor helpless victims, they know how to work together towards an agenda. So we better learn how to do that ourselves. And uh, I, this is why this work is so important. I'm very glad to be highlighting it. Once again, freedomcells.org, thegreaterreset.org. Those links will be in the show notes as well 
well as livefreenow.show. Uh, I'm sorry for butchering that link <laughs> earlier in the conversation. T- just before we go, tell people about the work that you do there and uh, the types of uh, conversations that you have. Uh, yeah, I've done podcasting and radio for, I don't know, almost a decade now. I wish I would have done the, a consistent podcast the whole time, though. Um, but I re- just recently restarted it last year. And the tagline is news, views, tips and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous and healthy life. So it's much of the same stuff we talked about here. Talk about entrepreneurship, cryptocurrency, and really it's just focused on solutions. Like you've said, we got to step out of the victim mentality and step into a proactive, empowering space because, you know, we can move mountains if we just understand that we are very powerful people. We aren't even tapped into our full potential. We find the others. We work together, strengthen numbers, strengthen truth, right, strengthen unity. And if we can stand up together, then I think we're going to be okay. Awesome. Well, I love that spirit. I love that attitude. That's what I want to focus on here at Solutions Watch. And I also want to stress that this podcast is not just about me talking to the audience or even my guest talking to the audience. It is about the audience, audience, not being an audience, but uh, themselves activists who are actively participating in constructing something here. So I want to say that if you know of a solution, an idea, an event, whatever is going on in your neck of the woods, so to speak, put it in the comment section for this this podcast as well. That's a place where I want people to interact and to start to form connections and, and move new ideas. I'm getting tons and tons of people contacting me about Solutions Watch because, as I say, people are hungry about this. That's great. I, again, I'm just one man. I can't feature everything. I hope people will start putting some of this information in the comment section and using this as a space to get other people aware. So on that note, please do take a look at the comment section for each of these podcasts, and there will be links and, and information that's being shared there, hopefully. Again, it is what uh, it is the resource that people make of it, so I hope people will use it as a resource. Once again, all of the links for everything we've talked about today will be in the show notes. John Bush, thank you very much for the work that you're doing, and thanks for your time today. Hey, thanks, James. Keep up the good work. Churning them out, man. You're doing great work, as always. Thank you.